This is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And we're continuing on this week and talking about men and women and our differences in health. And we broke it down over the last couple of weeks and talked about diseases that we suffer from differently and when and why. Last week, we talked a little bit about our nutritional needs and why they're different, and even a little bit of our needs when it comes to uh, our physical fitness and working out. This week, we're talking about our, our actual spinal hygiene. As a chiropractor, this is something that you know I think you, you can't ignore, that men, as men age, we tend to start seeing less mobility in our low back. We start having trouble with you know bending, sitting. Um, you know, what's interesting is I think, you know, you get to retirement age, you want to enjoy golf, you want to maybe sit in that car that you worked so hard to enjoy. <laughs> That's right. And those are the things I hear men complain about, um, that they're they're having trouble trouble really enjoying some of these things. Women, posturally, we start seeing breakdowns, um, that we yes. start seeing kyphosis, the the... The piece of anatomy that uh, you have working for you that men, one of the things that men love as far as, <laughs> you know, the, the chest and, and breastfeeding and all these things that you do yep. when it comes to taking care of kids, you start to see kyphosis happen yep, yep, and rounding posture. of the shoulders. I remember my grandmother having that. I remember she had that, that hump. A dowager's was, hump. Yep. She had the hump on her back. She leaned over and it definitely persistently got, it got worse, you know, as she got older. So yeah. nobody loves a piece of anatomy called a hump. <laughs> nobody wants to have a hump. Like that's right. You're not a stegosaurus. You're not a. Nobody wants a hump or a camel. A camel, exactly. So, it's definitely different for men and women. How do we make sure that we age and we age with grace? We age with good posture. We keep our mobility. We function well. And diseases aside, if you survive cancer, heart disease, diabetes, how do you make sure that? You can still move through life and enjoy 60, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, enjoying your grandkids, going on the vacations. We talk about cruise ship versus nursing home. It's such a it's so interesting because I don't believe I truly don't believe that anyone out there. When they think, you know, um, you have a birthday coming up next weekend. I do. 38 birthday, years old. 38 years old. And I don't think for a second that we've ever envisioned our life um, when we get older, in our 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. I would even argue into our 90s. I don't think either one of us envision ourselves ever um, not being able to, like, with, with function, basic function, being able to stand up, sit down, lift things up, um, bend over, squat, tie our own shoes, pick up our own groceries, um, get out of bed on our own, uh, go to the bathroom on our own, you know, do, uh, fix my own hair, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything that we envision that we're not. Unforeseeable traumas aside. 
unforeseeable traumas aside, I don't think that there's anything that we envision that we're not going to be able to do when we're we will older. Never lose our mobility. Right. And I I think for the general population also, I don't think a lot of people are sitting around in their 30s and 40s thinking, you know what, I'm I'm definitely going to lose everything when I get older. I'm not going to be able to get up out of a chair on my own. I'm not going to be able to tie my own shoes. I'm not going to be able to stand up and sit down. I don't think people are thinking that about themselves. No. But then when we look, listen, when I owned my CrossFit gym for eight years and we had people that we had a 60 plus class, yeah. which I loved. Um it was a CrossFit Masters class. Um, I, I loved it. And there was a lot of people that came into that class who could no longer stand up and sit down on their own. What was amazing was people who have lost 10, 15, 20 years of mobility. We would see in three, six, nine months, maybe a year, right. gain back decades. Like for every three months they committed, they would gain back five to 10 years of mobility. Absolutely. I remember watching Marie Yes, and Marie started and even though she had been into yoga her whole life, but she had never actually developed a lot of muscular strength. Right. Right. She had slowly lost a little bit of mobility from being flexible, but not actually using her muscles. And I remember watching Marie fast forward two years later, pulling, I can't remember if it was pulling or pushing, a 250-pound loaded sled across yes. the ground. Uh, I think she was pulling it because I remember her pointing with the harness around her shoulders yep. and pulling it and thinking, wow, this is really remarkable that you have a 70-year-old probably woman yep. Yep. pulling 250 pounds on a sled across the ground and then going over and picking up a, a barbell off the ground and standing up with it while holding her hands. It's called a deadlift. Right. And right. we talked about last week about how picking something up off the ground is just like a very, very essential movement. Right. If you're going to live, you're probably going to have to pick stuff up off the ground. Right. And if you're afraid of the word deadlift, that's all that means. That's all it means is picking something up and putting it back down. Right. But here's a woman who had never practiced picking, picking something up off the ground. You know, she had only gotten worse at it over time because of mobility. Right. But as she started to practice it when she hit 67, 68 years old, her ability from 67, 68 till 71 or 70 or whatever yep. had increased dramatically. And she was able to start doing these movements more efficiently. So it's never too late. And I think that's one thing we really want people to, to feel. Absolutely. It is never too late. But I also, listen, I'm speaking, absolutely, those of you that have lost mobility and you're in your 60s and 70s and 80s, 90s maybe, and you're listening to this, it is absolutely- 30s or 40s, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It is absolutely never too late. For those of you that still have mobility, what is your plan? Yeah. What are you point. doing right now? That's what are you point. doing today? Because listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I, this is, I didn't make this up. I learned this from Tony Robbins. He's a smart dude. Wherever you're going in life, if you do not have a plan, you are not going to get to the place that you think you're going. Like you are not going to magically end up. It is not magic. You are not going to magically end up at the end of your life like Jack LaLanne. Yeah. It doesn't happen by magic and it doesn't happen. Listen, if you're you young, you fail the plan, you plan to fail. 
Absolutely. And if you're young, start it now. All the people in the world that are out there saying, oh, I'm going to start it next year or, oh, I can get in the best shape of my life in a month if I want to. Or, oh, I can, you know, I can lose 30 pounds in the next, you know, over this summer if I just stop eating sugar or or whatever it is that you're like, whatever lie you're speaking into yourself, just just cut it out and start right now. So this is a great point. And I think our goal over the next you know, this, this hour that we're with you guys every week, our goal is to give you massive value. Absolutely. And so this week we want to talk about as we age and we're all doing it at the same rate. I know as you get older, you feel like you're aging faster, but the reality is we're all doing it one day at a time. And if you're aging more quickly, if your body's degenerating more quickly, it's because unfortunately you didn't put the time in when you were young. So if you're young and listening, let this be a, you know, uh, uh, you know, point to you is that you got to do it now. So what we're going to talk about coming up is men and women differently. How do we do this so that we have our function as we age? Give us a call on 513-777-7575 if you want to schedule an appointment with our team to work with you to age gracefully. Check us out on Align your, uh, sorry, AlignHealthCenter.com. And also look at our podcast on Align Your Health on the podcast app if anything we're saying really speaks to you. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. I feel glorious, glorious. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And we're talking to you today about Mars versus Venus, men versus women's health. We've already delved into this over the last, what, right, going on two weeks. So if you miss the other two, go back and listen to them. Today's about spinal health, men versus women. What are our differences and our needs? How do we age differently when it comes to our function and our mobility? However, we talked about diseases that we differ in. We talked about nutritional needs. We talked about fitness needs. Go back and listen to the last couple of weeks on our podcast. You can search that out by going to Align Your Health on iTunes or Podbean. You can also go back and check us out on DrRyanLive.com. If at any point in time in the podcast you want to become a patient, check us out, establish a relationship with us. What I would really encourage you to do is give us a call at 513-777-7575 or Go to AlignHealthCenter.com and schedule a new patient appointment. We would love to have you guys. We only take five from the radio every week. You know, if there's an emergency, maybe we'll change that. But but the reality is we keep five open. We have appointed slots. We use an amazing scheduling software. And so there's five spots that we keep open for you guys every week. And they're for you. But when the show closes out today... We go on and start scheduling those for our, our patient waiting list. Absolutely. So we'd love to work with you guys. Now, Ash, what I really want to do is I want to open this up for you, and I want to set you up for this one. So as a, <laughs> okay. as a female, as a woman, right. who when we met, young lady, post-college, going into the workforce, sitting in front of a computer, doing things that ladies in the workforce do, right. going into eventually getting prepared to have kids, having kids, yes, nursing a child. Carrying a child. Carrying a child while nursing a child. Yeah, oh, sorry. First of all, <laughs> yeah. carrying a child as no, it develops in, inside right. your, you know, uh, inside you as a person. Right. To nursing, to carrying a nursing child, to doing all this, to then doing it again and again for the third time. We have three kids. Right. And then going, you know, working the whole while, 
going back, getting your body back, feeling like you're getting your mobility back, working out, all these things. Your your body has changed so much. Right. And you're I, saw, only, I feel tired just listening to this description. How old are you? 35? <laughs> I'm 35 this year. So at 35 yeah. years old, yeah. you're only less than halfway through life. Yep. And you've already experienced- Way a, less than halfway through life. You've already experienced a lot of the major changes a woman's body goes through. Right. With the exception of, in the future- Oh, yeah. Men, men, menopause. Right. Um, you know, just de- decreasing potentially your workload capacity on yourself right. or what you're doing right. on a daily basis. Right. Speak to women and women's concerns up until your age and then what some of your thoughts and concerns are going forward and your goals for the rest of your life. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, you know, it's interesting because I think that when you're a young woman and you think about um, like childbirth, I remember being pregnant with my first child and thinking that I would bring in an outfit to wear home. Um, Now, at the beginning, I was going to have a hospital birth. I ended up with a home birth, um, which was wonderful. But I remember thinking I was going to take an outfit to the hospital that I had worn before I ever got pregnant and walk out of the hospital wearing that outfit because I had no idea that, you know, you weren't, you didn't just immediately morph back into your pre-pregnancy body right after you gave birth. So I think there's a lot of just, there's just so many things that you don't understand as a young person. And then you live through them and you're like, oh my gosh, like the body's incredible, but it's a lot of work. And I understand how people get to the places that they get in their life. I remember, I I understood it so little that I actually tried to get you to go to a block party. (laughs) The day after you delivered a, bu- a block party barbecue, yeah, and I was I was still in the fetal position. <laughs> like, I was still um, no, like that was, that was absolutely not happening. I apologize for that. By no, the way. you're absolutely fine. I, I, none of us had any idea. And um, kudos to all the women who can, you know, like the the Princess Kate pictures where she can walk out of the hospital, you know, in high heels a day after she gives birth. That's incredible. That was not me. Um, and and I but I learned a lot. Like I learned a lot about my own. Um, my own limitations and like respecting that. And I also learned a lot about living, operating on the boundaries, on the margins of what I could do so that I could get better. Right. That's a CrossFit principle that you operate on the margins of what you're able to do consistently so that you push yourself so that you get better. That's how that's how change. So, so happens. what you mean is if there is a line where you can't do more. Right. Pushing yourself, not necessarily past, because that's where injury and bad right. things happen, but pushing yourself to the margins. To the margins. Because that's where growth happens. Because that's where growth happens. Oh, and then God. respecting myself when I know I needed to stay, like when I just, I just needed to like to rest and to stay. The best advice my midwife ever gave me after I had, after I gave birth was give yourself a week in bed with your kid to get to know your kid and get to know your new self, right? Mm. Like that's beautiful advice. So the changes that happen that when you're young and then respecting those changes that when you do it a second time and when you do it a third time, because every single time is different and every single time um, you need the exact. You need the same amount of space. Now, you know, there's I think new it's... there's new beauty with each one, and our family grew with each one. But I almost looked at each pregnancy almost from a chiropractor standpoint as another injury. It's like it's I, I, I was in three car accidents right. before we met, and I looked at each one of your pregnancies in some way, shape, or form almost as traumatic as a car accident. A like thousand percent. I had to go through corrective chiropractic care after every single one of my children were born. Yeah, because, because your, your spinal curves distorted. 
They got distorted. From the belly getting bigger and posture changing and then... My body required different things of me, of how I stood and how I operated and how I functioned. You carried and one kid around and then eventually it was carrying two kids in two different two positions. Two kids. I had all these positions going. I had all these... I Dude, have you ever have you ever carried around... You have. But the, the general we, right? Have you, have you carried around a pumpkin seat? It's like a 45-pound... For the guys, what she means is the baby the car baby seat. The baby car seats with, a, with an infant in it. I mean, it's like a 45 deal on its own, pound deal on its own, and then you put a 12-pound kid in side of there and it doesn't and it grow, doesn't carry next to you well like luggage no like it's wide it's obtuse it's right it's it's you, a, it's you have a to shift your whole body to the side absolutely so i mean there's so many things about that about that point in your life and and realizing what i what i never realized is that i thought i'm a person who takes care of my spine i'm married to a chiropractor you know i have there have been times where i've woken you up in the middle of the night and asked for an adjustment because of something magically because you're married to a chiropractor you have a beautiful spine just because of proximity or osmosis right and i think that people have to acknowledge that you still have to do home care i still have to do home care you still have to get adjusted still have to get adjusted you still need x-rays every now and then to make sure that your spine is not changing in a negative way and ideally that it's changing in a positive way absolutely and then we need to reassess because you're not the same human being at 25 26 when we met that you are at 35 right and that your spine has changed over those years and we've had to develop different strategies for different not even problems, but for different life changes right. to make sure that your spine continues to function well and serve you well. It's taken work just like somebody would take care of their teeth. Now, your teeth don't change a whole lot. Your stressors on your teeth aren't that different. Right. So it's not like you have to brush differently or change your strategy because your your demand on your teeth doesn't change. But your demand on your spine changes dramatically, especially as a woman. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that that was a, that was surprising to me. That was something that I definitely learned. And then I, and, and, you know, here's the thing is that I relearn all the time is that, um, an issue that I might have, um, you know, post, um, every time I give, after I give birth, one of the negative impacts, um, that pregnancy and child, uh, you know, has on my spine is that I continually get this forward head posture. And listen, there's millions of you guys out there well, that speak, have the same deal going speak, on. Speak to what that is. So it's your head coming forward in front of your body, my head coming forward in front of my body. And right. it, it can develop from computer usage, technology usage, usage, looking down at phones. But your biggest issue was as the belly got bigger right? and you were leaning back more to support the weight of the belly, the head would come forward more, but then you would deliver and you breastfed all three kids. So you were carrying kids a lot with the shoulders rounded forward, yep. looking down yep. as they nursed Yep, um, because they were so cute Yep, because you didn't want to stop looking at them. But right. you developed this forward head posture, we could measure it, right? Right. On x-ray, it was measurable by, it it would increase by a full inch, which the research says effectively doubles the weight of your head over your body by double. So if your head weighs 10 pounds, it feels like it weighs 20 to your neck and shoulders. Right. So if you're a nursing female, you understand that all the neck tension, all the upper back tension, all the neck pain or headaches... That in yours would your headaches would increase. Headaches would increase. Um, anytime I did, um, anytime I, I, I still it's still something that I have to that I have to really focus on doing my home care, getting my adjustments regularly. I still um, any any sort of uh, exercises that are you know lifting weights overhead um, in that kind of position. Um, I, like I ha- I I also notice that I um, will uh, 
because of how I'm used, I was used to that distended stomach so much that I have almost like an arched over arched back, right? Where, um, where I have this like hyper extended curve in my lower spine and I have to really focus. Um, I did a Pilates class this morning and I had to focus on really making sure that I held and positions And so that's correctly. something that changed is you went from doing CrossFit and doing, um, you know, exercises that I think we really believed in right. to now you're focusing on different stuff. You're focusing on Tony, you're focusing on core, you're doing Pilates, right. you're doing some yoga, you're doing bar, you right. want to get back into doing some CrossFit or maybe right. Orange Theory Fitness or doing whatever. But one of the things I want to ask you very quickly is going forward, have your focuses changed from doing currently to focusing on what you can do in the future? Oh yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. Everything like I, everything that I do today right now is focused so that I can build an incredible future. That's awesome. Let's talk more about that coming up. We're going to also go into what, what do men have to be concerned about? You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're talking, you know, I, we're talking about men and women's health. And I've been so excited about this over the last couple of weeks because right now this is so pertinent to us. Like, right. we're, at a, we're at a change in our life right now. Yeah. And uh, we have three kids. Right. Uh, I was pushing for four personally. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley's Ashley's not she's not there. Not on that team. <laughs> I might try to sneak one past the goalie eventually, but so crazy, <laughs> so crazy. But uh, but we're at three, and I have to acknowledge that this might be it. Like we might be just raising our kids going forward, and sure. we've adapted. You're no longer maybe going to go through pregnancy. We may go through more or less life changes that you know than we might create for ourselves, but. But this might be it for right now. Right. And our kids are going to grow older. Honestly, in some ways, life's getting easier. Some of you guys are laughing at us because yeah. you know that we have <laughs> the teenage years ahead or whatever. But right. as far as the physicality on our bodies, like sure. the things that our bodies are going to have to go through. Sure. Um, the changes are are, are, are are not as dramatic right now. Right. And the changes that become in the future. Right. I think we have a really good upper hand on at the moment. Right. Our choices right now at 35 and 38 dictate the next 20 or 30 years. Right. That we, uh, for the month of, you know, like alcohol is something I'm choosing to give up for the next 30 days. Right. We're choosing to, for the next 30 days, lean into working out and working right. hard. We're making some choices because we realize that there are always times, I, this is the this is, I think, the third time I've chosen to fast from something over right. my birthday month. Right. Yep. Because yep. that's just always a time. I, I talked about how November going into uh, Thanksgiving into Christmas right. is a time of um, tightening things up and reflection for me because I know for everybody else, they get off the rails. Right. For right. me, my birthday month is always one where I like buckle down. Yep. Yep. Somebody likes to eat cake around their birthday month. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I like to... Right. You, I'm not saying I don't ever go off the rails. I'm just I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm a better person. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I love it. I love it. Yep. Usually what happens is I go off the rails one weekend and then I go, you know what? It's time to get serious, especially when right. my own mortality comes into thought. My 
my um my birthday coming up and thinking about like there's only so many years left so for me this is a very serious time for that of like taking a, a account of what's going on now you were just talking about you know being a woman and the changes you've gone through i want to know what are the next 30 years look like oh my gosh um you're you 35 know- years old what is 60 60- from now to 65, what does it look like? What What are some of your goals? What are you leaning into right now? Well, yeah. So specifically as a woman, specifically as a specifically having a seven, five and two year old that are all about to turn the next age group. Um, I'm leaning into my kids. I'm leaning into um, being intentional with their education. Yeah, yeah, not not socially, socially, physically, physically and your health. We know the demands that that's going to present. Oh, okay, 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 okay. What it, are you? What are your goals? What What are you thinking about? And what are the next thirty years going to look like? What are you intentionally doing? Well, you know, I think it's an interesting. I think the, the at the point at which you're like, okay, I'm not going to have kids anymore. I think that that's where I'm like, I'm I'm on a scale of one to ten. I'm at a twelve with fitness right now, and I'm at a twelve with nutrition, and I'm at a you know like I'm I'm just it's just like so focused and so dialed in that um and not like in a, an obsessive way but I am looking at f- food as fuel and I'm looking at um I'm looking at health and life and energy coming through food and coming through what I put in my head and coming through you know how I work out and I I even was you know like a um in a workout class this morning and listening to my thoughts go off the rails yeah Listening to my thoughts tell me like negative self dialogue, negative self dialogue. You should pull this back. Like this is too much. You know, like this that that didn't feel good. Maybe you should just walk out of here altogether. Like at what point can you just walk out of the middle of a workout class? That's what I was kind of debating in my class, like in my head today. You know, it's a horrible place to be. And I literally had to grab a hold of my mind and turn it around. All right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to think about this, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. Sixty-five-year-old you, thirty years from now, right? What does she say to thirty-five-year-old you? Great job! Like, keep going! <laughs> like, we like we did it! Like, you're doing. What is it. she grateful that you did? I'm grateful for self-discipline. I'm grateful that you um, had solid yellow lines around, you know, your around uh, around chiropractic care, solid yellow lines about food. I'm 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 grateful that you know you. Uh, that you made cons- that you you developed consistency. Yeah. Like because I know that consistency isn't always the easiest thing. 65-year-old you, is she grateful that you carved time out for you? A thousand percent. 65-year-old you who's enjoying going on vacations with her kids who are now grown by <laughs> 30 years, they're 30 to 40 years old, mm-hmm. and she's enjoying time now with her grandkids, is she glad that you dedicated some time for yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Like, so I think that's, that's your focus right now. Like, I don't know that you have journaled that, written that down, but like, that's, that's where we're at. I want to, so we've talked, I mean, we've talked a lot about women right now. I want to talk about men for a minute because when I was 30. Yep. So I remember telling my dad, like, man, I'm 30 years old. I'm going to have my first child. This is crazy. I felt young at 30. Right. And I remember my dad saying, Ryan, by the time I was your age, I had already had all three of my kids. <laughs> and I was like, geez, oh, Pete. He had me at 23. By 30, his third kid was born. Right. And right before we delivered, you delivered. Sorry, we didn't do it. <laughs> no, okay. I was there, You're but fine. you delivered. Right before You're you incredible. delivered our firstborn, Hudson, I blew out my low back for yes. the first time. 
Yeah. I had been in practice now for going on three years. I had been bending over tables, adjusting between 100 and 300 patients a week for the last three years. Right. I had been doing CrossFit three to five days a week for the last three years. Right. I had been going to spinal screenings. I had been doing other things. I had just yep. stressed, uh, staying up late nights, working on, I mean, the gym, doing yep. things. like. Yep. I remember we were working probably 70 and 80 hour weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And I remember just not not thinking about, I was thinking about being... 30, feeling like I was 25, right? not thinking about the next 10, 15, 20 years of what it would take to get to 45 and still maintain my health. <clears throat> yep. And I remember some of the things I had to ask myself. So first of all, I, I suffered a pretty major low back condition. As a chiropractor, I herniated two discs, damaged them pretty heavily at 30 years old. I literally for six weeks could not even stand up straight, but I never missed a day of work. I continue to take care of patients. I continue to do everything. It was a very humiliating thing to go into the office and be the person with a yes. bad low back taking care of people with a bad low back. Absolutely. But the one thing I can always say is I was always extremely honest with my patients and be like, I'm here to take care of you today so that you don't deal with what I'm dealing, <laughs> what with, I'm dealing with right now. Absolutely. And, 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 and the empathy that came out of it, it was a very humiliating, but very like um, it was a gift really right. to be able to go through that. Because I can honestly look at someone now who comes in with a hot, low back, who can barely stand up and say, I've been there. Yep. Like, I get it. You're going to be okay. Um, but it's going to take us some time. Right. And at 30, you recover pretty well. Yeah. At 50, when somebody comes in, I can tell them at 30, it took me six weeks. Right. At 50, just be patient. I just promise patient. you. But it's yep. going to get better and let's celebrate the victories. It's going to get better. The question is, you're going to heal in 6 to 12 weeks regardless. Do you want to heal right. with better function or with worse function? Do you want to heal with better health or with worse health? Because what I realized in that time frame was I was going to feel better in six weeks. Right. Was my spine going to be stronger functionally, healthier functionally? Was my nervous system going to be healthier? Were my nerves that were going to my organs and my low back for a man – the nerves that come out of your low back, they go to your prostate, your reproductive organs, and your colon. Was that going to be healthier in the next 30 years or worse because of the way I took care of it? For me, that was huge. That's and a so huge I remember, point. I just remember that being a very critical time. You were helping me put on my socks and underwear while you were pregnant, yep. nine months pregnant, ready to deliver. And uh, I, I know that set me up. That injury changed everything for how I thought about my fitness. Yep for how I, I thought about the demands I was going to put on my body, for why was I doing what I was doing. I want to talk a little bit more about this, and then today I want to close up with just talking about what we're going to do in this upcoming workshop. So give us a call, 513-777-7575, if you want to work with our team. But coming up, we're just going to talk about why we're, why we're talking about this, what our event is coming up on May 7th that we're doing. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. And you're listening to Align Your Health Radio on 55KRC Detox Station. And we are experimenting with uh, doing the call letters different today. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Apparently we are. No, but we're having fun and we're in the studio. We're just talking about men's versus women's health. And the reason Ashley and I are so excited is because this is the first time ever in history 
that we're actually doing an event together. Yep. We're both going to be speaking um, publicly on men's and women's health and all the different aspects and things that you should be concerned about, not concerned about. If you're a man, woman, at what age, uh, supplementation, nutrition, fitness, what are men's and women's needs differently? Right. And so we're excited because we're going to um, do this event together. And it's the first time it. we've ever done an event together. You've helped me with my public speaking. You've helped me write my events. Yeah. You've never yeah. actually spoken live at an event with me. I know. This is, uh, this is a whole new new territory that we're in, but I love it. I was just speaking a minute ago to my injury, my low back injury, but I just I want to I wanna throw the same question I asked to you back at me, which is yeah. 65 years old, 70 years old. What does 70 year old me thank me for <clears throat> today? I love it. You know, and, and so I think for me, a, a big one is making sure at 70, I am strong enough to do whatever I want to do. Yes. And healthy enough to do whatever I want to do. That I have my health. I'm not, I'm not letting, oh my God. Well, so one thing that I, it, that I pray about every day is that I see people in their 60s and 70s scheduling their entire life around their doctor's visits. Yes. And that was my grandfather and my grandmother. In fact, that was probably both my grandfathers and one of my grandmothers later on in their life was talking about their health, talking about their health problems, scheduling their life around their doctor's visits, scheduling their life around what time they had to take their, their you know, medicines, scheduling their life around their health issues. And I, I, I want my health to be something that I'm scheduling my, my life around the, instead of scheduling my life around what time I take my medication, I want to be scheduling my life around what time do I work out every day. In yes. fact, I don't even want it to be part of my schedule. I want it in terms of like having to orient. I want to orient everything else around my life, including the time I spend with my grandkids and everything around. What time does grandpa work out every day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I want to be scheduling my life around the positive things that I've done every day to construct, you know, the Jack Lane version of myself. Right. And, you know, my, my choices, I want to, it doesn't mean that I don't have, you know, uh, uh, ever dessert, even though I probably, I'm not a dessert person. It doesn't mean I'll never have a, a drink or never right. enjoy certain aspects of my life. It just means that I want to make sure that I've constructed the rest of my life around enjoying all the other parts of my life, Absolutely. enjoying my grandkids, being able to take them on vacations, being able to work out with my 20 year old grandchildren. <laughs> that's incredible. I like that's that. one thing I want to do. My 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 dad right now is in his 60s. His kids are approaching I'm 38 his oldest and his grandkids are approaching 8 9 years old and my dad is currently playing hockey and basketball every week. Absolutely. And when my kids are in their teens, I want to see my dad play sports with my kids. Absolutely. And I want to do that with, with my kids and hopefully my grandkids. Something hit me this week, and I want to challenge men and women alike. Men, I'm speaking to you right now. Yes. Women, I want you to listen in. If you are near retirement age or in retirement age, I really want you to listen in because you guys frustrate the living hell out of me. <laughs> you were at a time in your life Right. Where you have more time than you've ever had. You're retired. And you act like you're busier than you've ever been. Yep. Yep. And it drives me nuts. 
Because if we... All right. Let's get down to the math. Okay. Every single person listening right now has 168 hours a week. There is not one of you that has more. There is not one of you that has less. That you all have, unless unless you die in the next few minutes, you have 168 hours a week. And that is an absolute truth. And everyone, this is the equalizer. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, purple, green, blue, heavy, thin, male, female, Whatever you are, it doesn't matter. You have 168 hours a week. Yep. How you spend those is more important than how you spend anything. This is more important than money because some people are born with money, without money, this, that. But this is the equalizer. So one of my friends spoke about this this week, and I'm going to share this with you. If you are currently in the working age, the 40-hour work week is kind of a norm If you're an entrepreneur, you spend way more. If you're not an entrepreneur, you don't, I promise you. (laughs) Unless you're in med school and you're in in an internship, if you're in medical school and you're going through your uh, internship, you're working 60, 80 hour weeks. You know, if you're a nurse or a cop, you spend 12 hours at a time, but you average 40, maybe 50 hours a week. If you're working overtime, that's your choice. Great. But a 40-hour work week is the norm. Entrepreneurs, you know, you're, you're in a different situation. You work 40 hours a week. If you're doing what you should be, you sleep eight hours a night. That's 56 hours a week. You should be working out every day. Let's call it an hour. Even if you don't work out for an hour, let's dedicate an hour to it. So 40 hours a week of work, 56 hours a week of sleep, seven hours a week of working out. What that leaves you is 65 hours a week. There are 65 hours a week that you're not working, not sleeping, and not working out if you should be. There's 65 hours a week where you could be working potentially a full-time job. And people are complaining that they don't have enough time. I get it. You're taking the kids to baseball. And that's three-hour practices a week and... uh, four hours sitting on the bench at a game a week. So that's seven hours. You still have 58 hours a week that you're not. So like, don't give me baseball as an excuse. You could have three kids playing baseball at that same schedule. And that's four hours in games and three hours in practice. That's seven times three. That's 21 hours, 65 minus 21. We're talking 44 hours a week. You could still work a full-time job. Right. So I don't want to hear about how you have three kids and all this. So like, where are we wasting our time? I'll tell you this. You're wasting your time in TV. Yep. We're wasting our time in what you're doing between the times that you're not, that you're doing things. Social media. You're moving from one thing to another. Yep. You're going from one appointment to another and you're wasting an hour or two in that time. Right. You're on your phone. You're, you go home, and instead of cooking, you watch two hours of TV. And be- yep. before you go to bed, you watch an hour of TV, and you're doing that. Some of you guys, what's crazy is some of you aren't sleeping eight hours a week. You're sleeping six. You're not working out. So that's seven hours yeah. Yeah. plus two a day that you're not sleeping. Yep. So that's nine hours that we could add on to your 65, nine hours a day. 
right. that we could add on to your 65 at the end of the week. And the crazy thing is where you spend your time matters more than anything. It matters more than where you spend your money. Yep. It matters more than anything. So men and women alike, I want to encourage you between now and our event coming up on May 7th, right? May 7th, yep. May 7th, get registered. Go to drryanlive.com. Go to... Uh, Go to uh, our Facebook page and get registered and sign up for this event. We're going to talk about men and women and what we need to be doing. But I want you guys to challenge yourself to, over the next week, really be looking at where do you spend your time. I challenge you to do this. Write down your day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Write down where you think you spend your time down to 15-minute increments every single day. Account your time on a on a on a typical week, write down in fifteen minute blocks where you spend all your time. Add it all up. Brush your teeth five minutes. Such a good exercise. Take a shower ten minutes. Yep. Drive to work fifteen minutes. Right. Do this, this, and write it down. Add it up every single day. And when you add it up, you're going to be blown away. You still have sixty hours at the end of the week, and you don't know where the heck they're going. Right. And, and what I want you to do, guys, is think about doing is take account for your time. If this exercise, the thought of it just blew you away, you don't even know what we have in store for this event. So, so good. get registered, drryanlive.com. Listen to the previous podcasts on Apple, iTunes, and uh, you can go to drryanlive.com and, and check out the uh, podcast there. We just really appreciate you guys coming in and listening to us this week. Until next next week, you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.